This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Really coming up tomorrow, right here on Baskin and Phelps. Sweet, trending appropriately. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Our buddy who's always trending one way or another, former Bedford Bearcat, former Ohio State Buckeye. Played with too many NFL teams. I can't keep track of all of them. But he's Tyvis Powell. Hello, Tyvis. What's up? Yeah, you're right. Look, keeping track of him is very, very tough. But I'm not always trending. That's not true. Oh, you're oh, oh, come on, man. When you're on with us, you're always trending. Always trending. Yeah. Yeah. How, how goes you guys? Did you guys enjoy your bye week? How did it feel? I'll, I'll be honest. I missed you, Tyvis. That's it. You're you always know, the ray of sunshine on Sundays. You know what? The feeling is mutual. Oh. I didn't know what to do with myself yesterday. I was I was bored. I was bored. Actually, even though, you know, the, the season has been up and down and up and down, I missed it. I kind of missed it. <laughs> and you know what? I did, too. And maybe that's why. And, and tell me if I should be. I've been saying all day, and it's only my optimism has only grown. I'm I kind of think I'm, I'm somewhat optimistic about what's ahead, Tyvis. And maybe maybe I have a hangover from the big win over the Bengals. I don't know, but I'm I'm really anxious to see the rest of this season. Should I be? You're optimistic because of the way that the NFL looks around the league. I mean, you see teams still haven't seen to figure it out. And, you know, we're we're walking in on week eight. You know, typically by week eight, everybody kind of got it figured out. But you see some of these good teams still struggling. You see some of the teams that supposed to be dominant, particularly the next three weeks of games that we have, you see that they were down. You see Justin Fields for Chicago end up having a tremendous game against them, but that Dolphins was able to pull it out. You see Buffalo loses because they can't stop the run, which we actually are really good at running the ball. And then you see Buccaneers taking it all the way down to the wire to finally get away. So the next three weeks is all, they all seem to become winnable games. That's kind of the thinking, and and you mentioned it. The way the NFL is going right now, you could almost flat out bet that some team that's three and five right now is going to make the playoffs. So why not our team? Plus our team in theory, and I say in theory because he hasn't played in a while, 
gets back a a better caliber quarterback. No, nothing against Jacoby Brissett, but you you brought Deshaun Watson in here to be that guy. He'll be rusty, but he's coming back. You would think you're going to get better quarterback play, which in theory should help the whole team. I mean, you would think, right? Like you look at you, you're starting to get on the Tyrus Powell wave, well, where everything just seems like he's got a T-shirt. It, like when he comes to work with me, it says I'm with stupid. When he's with you, it says I'm with Tyvis. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what y'all thought. We've been watching the Browns for years. You, it's never been a season where things just go well for us. Never. It's always going to be one of those things where it comes down to the end, the last few weeks of the season, and they have to make something happen. And we'll be on the edge of our seat trying to fight. The good thing is that now that they are, what, seven seeds? Ever since they put that seven seed in, it's made it very uh, likely, and it gives a lot of teams hope to get that seven seed. So that's why, to me, the season is – Still right there. He was still for the taking. Why is it sometimes, Tyvis, when we watch this league, like you would think, you know, Buffalo playing the Jets would be a sure thing. And it just isn't. And is it because of the the level of competition is so close that there's so much parity in the league that maybe one injury or one player can really make a big difference in a game? Yeah, I mean, this is the the league, the elite of the elite. And I mean every, at any given day, if somebody gets high, it's always a guy who you're not really, who you don't, not high on the radar, can go out there, just be feeling it that day. And if he's feeling it that day, then it's, you get results like that. And, you know, any Josh Allen, obviously, he had a bad game. He had two, he didn't even throw a touchdown. He had two rushing touchdowns and he had two picks. And you got to give that Jets defense, you got to give that Jets team just credit. I mean, they're dealing with injuries and they just never quit. And they just, they, they found that way to win, and they're doing it with Robert Sala, who, you know, was my former defensive coordinator, so I'm actually happy to see that they are doing things well over there. But, yeah, any given Sunday, any team can win. That's why I never really count the Browns out, even if they are when they go against Miami or when they go against all these good teams. You can't count them out because all it takes is the coach to come up with the right game plan. If you got the right game plan and the players is hyped up and amped up for it, then you, go, you can go out there and pull a bunch of upsets. Tyvis Powell joining us. You can hear him on the Browns Radio Network pregame with Andy, postgame with me. Is it uh, did it just happen, or is the defense figuring some things out, Tyvis? You know what? I think that the defense is figuring things out. You know, it was one of those ones where you we thought that they would just pick up where they left off. You know, you think you know we finished the season top with a top five defense for the second half of the season. You would figure out oh, we gonna come out here and just pick right up. And for some odd reason, that didn't happen. You know, I guess Joe Woods had to learn more about his team. And you see in these last couple of weeks, he's made some adjustments, you know, with moving Miles and Jadavion and a lot of guys around on the, on the defensive line. He's calling pretty pretty even or pretty simple coverages that these guys seem like they can handle. I think it's more communication going on um, during the week with those guys. So they're starting to figure out each other out more. And I think it's all starting to come together for that simple reason. But I, I have to give Joe Woods credit for finally deciding to take his best D lineman and move him to other places to create mismatches. Hmm. Uh, Tyvis, a week from today, Deshaun Watson gets to practice again on the 14th. How do you handle that transition knowing that you need Jacoby to start against the Bills and the Bucks before you can get to him? And just like, how, how does that work? Like, and I, I'm just. I don't know that you've ever been in that position or anybody's ever been in that. It's a really weird kind of awkward position when you're talking about your starting quarterback taking over, at, at, you know, in week what, 12, 13 there. 
right? Well, well, what I well, what I will say is the day Deshaun Watson gets out on that practice field, oh, his practice is going to be lit. I'm gonna tell you that. That's what the kids are saying nowadays. Practice is gonna be through the roof. They're gonna be amped up because you know their guy is coming back. You know, a guy who they they see can be very special on game day, and when they finally get him back around the team and in the building and on the field, it's gonna be like special. So. I, I would say that those next few weeks of practice is going to be full of energy for that. He's going to bring that spark. Um, how I would handle it, though, is that you just you got to you got to get him reps in when you can. Obviously, Jacoby is still going to take the majority of the reps, but if it's some that you know Jacoby can handle, like for example, if they run in a, a, a game plan that they run a lot and they know Jacoby can do it, then you get Deshaun, you roll Deshaun in there so he can start getting that rhythm back start getting that chemistry because everybody knows that Houston game, he's going to be the one that's running out there. So you got to break that mode. You got to start getting him some, um, some chemistry back. I will also imagine that he'll keep some receivers after practice to run routes and stuff like that. So, you know, unfortunately those receivers got to get their timing down with him as well. Tyvis Powell joining us. Tyvis, give me one thought on each side of the ball. We'll start with the offense coming out of the bye week after what you've seen in the first eight games. What would you like to see tweaked? What needs to maybe just be a little bit sharper, maybe a little bit better? Offense. I just want to see them find a way to get Kareem Hunt more involved. I think I think we're really selling ourselves short by just only having him out there with with, with Nick Chubb is taking a blow. I think he's a guy who you can actually utilize more in the slot. You know, jet sweeps are even in the backfield at the same time. I think he, he doesn't mind being one of those guys who's a lead blocker. I think he causes confusions for defenses, and I think we're selling ourselves short. So I would like to see him utilize just a tad bit more. I think he can be dynamic in his offense. Defense. Defensively? Ah, defensively, I just want to see the defensive tackles continue to, to get better every week. Um, I think our linebacker play for the past couple of weeks have been really good. Um, now that they are healthy, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what they do. Since Taki Taki has such a great game at the mic, will they keep him there? Will they move him? I don't know. Um, I think if it's not broke, you kind of, you don't, you don't fix it. Uh, and then I want to see Denzel get back there and healthy. I want to see these guys make plays on the ball. I, mean, I don't think we get, we ain't had no picks. We ain't had, did we, when the last time we had a pick? I thought we had a pick in a while. Uh, eighteen fifty three. No way, we got a pick because Miles Garrett tipped it in, in AJ card. Yeah, that was. But I just want to see clean. I just want to see smooth DB play. Smooth DB play where they out there making plays on the ball. Because hmm. um, that's what you're. That's okay. what you're going to need when you go against these Dolphins. That's just flat out. You're going to have to have some great defensive play, defensive back play. Your pass rush is going to have to come to life. Uh, it sounds like they bring Chase Winovich back. Uh, he's got they've got 21 days to get him onto a, a, an active roster. Uh, you've got him, and then you've also got the the running back position is going to uh, step up a little bit, where they're going to be able to try to you know Jerome Ford comes back, and so now you're looking at you know another running back in the mix. I'm just how how are you going to juggle these guys in, and what do you do? especially when we go back to the original argument about having so many running backs and how can you get these guys active playing time? And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we get to see Ford return kicks. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think that's where his niche will be for this season. You know, Jerome Ford is obviously going to be the guy. Once Kareem Hunt leaves, they're going to utilize him pretty much the same way they use Kareem Hunt. 
Mm-hmm. But for right now, for him to be effective, I think they're going to utilize him on that special team because we haven't seen a great kickoff return. I think the last good kickoff return we had, he actually did. So I think that's his niche for this season is to be a great returner on kickoff, and that's where he just got to make his money. You just said something that makes me sad. When Kareem Hunt leaves. Oh, yeah, he's out of here. You can, you can book it. <laughs> you can book that. He's out of here. What if he doesn't get what he's looking for financially? He'll, he'll get what he wants and be the okay. number one running back. He'll take what he can get, be the number one running back, take a one-year prove-it deal, and then hit the, then break the bank the next time. Okay. Um, you have a child who either doesn't like you being on the radio or wants to be on the radio. Or you're running no. a daycare center. Or actually is on the radio, come no, to think she, of it. She, so she's actually running around – the uh, the island in the kitchen. She's doing like sprints around the island. I'm, I'm just waiting on her to just crash out. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. How many is it? Are we predicting 1600? You know, what kind of runner in training? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're we're sprinters over here. Oh, she's, sprinters. Okay. Yeah, she's doing a lap. She's down. doing yeah. 400. You say you say boat is my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Tyvis, talk to you on Sunday. See y'all Sunday. Go Browns. See you Sunday. Tyvis Powell. You hear him on the Browns Radio Network pregame with Andy, postgame with me, and he joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. And he just said that Kareem Hunt is out of here. Out of here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 